this is a matter of inconvenient timing. That is all. Police action was inevitable. Well, and as it happens, necessary. So let them fumble about outside and stay calm. This is simply the beginning. I thought I told all of you I want radio silence until further. Well, I'm very sorry, Hans. I didn't get that message. You should have put it on the bulletin board. I figured since I waxed Tony and Marco and his friends here, I thought you and Carl and Franco might be a little lonely, so I wanted to give you a call. That's very kind of you. I assume you are our mysterious party crasher? You are most troublesome for a... Security guard? Eh. Sorry, Hans. Wrong guess. Would you like to go for double jeopardy where the scores can really change? Who are you, then? Oh, just a fly in the ointment, Hans. A monkey in the wrench. Pain in the ass. Check on all the others. Don't use the radio. See if he's lying about Marco and find out if anyone else is missing. Mr. Mystery Guest... Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here, unless you want to open the front door for me. (laughs) I'm afraid not, but you have me at a loss. You know my name, but who are you? Just another American who saw too many movies as a child? Another orphan of a bankrupt culture who thinks he's John Wayne, Rambo, Marshall Dillon? I was always kind of partial to Roy Rogers, actually. I really like those sequined shirts. Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? <laughs> yippee ki motherfucker. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. You can't handle the truth. King Kong ain't got shit on me. Make my day. Best day we wore here. That's Brad. Fuck you. Everybody on? Good. Great. Brad. Wonderful. Ho, 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 and Merry. Belated Christmas, uh, we have a super special episode of Facing Off, a podcast where we take two movies and we compare, contrast, and rate them. Uh, we are, of course, doing the biggest Christmas classic, and we're going to get that out of the way right now. Controversial take. It's a Christmas classic. I don't want to hear anything else. Uh, we're doing Die Hard with Die Hard 2. My name is Gabe, and joined with me are two off-duty cops saving the Nakatomi Plaza, Nick and Layla. What's up? What's up? You happy guys, holidays, uh, everybody. Happy holidays. <laughs> you guys get any Barabons for Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> I think they're Bearer Bonds. Bearer Bonds? Yeah, but they call them Barabons in the movie. It's a soft, soft R. Yeah. Okay, mm. but also, when you were talking about people being haters on Die Hard being a Christmas movie, I was talking to a cousin of mine who also was like, it's not a Christmas movie. And I sent her this meme on Instagram, and it made me laugh really hard. Um, It says, Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie because it occurs on Christmas. It's a Christmas movie because it's about a social obligation with a family member that you didn't want to participate in, but spirals more and more into an unending nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) It's like Thanksgiving as well. Um, We should play this every Thanksgiving. Um, Well, these movies are bonkers, and I can't wait for the two of you to talk about it because I am moderating this week. Um, and this will be our last episode of 2021. What a year. Is this the year that Layla joined us or is 2020 the year that Layla joined us? Who knows? 2021. What was that question? I'm so confused now. (laughs) I can't remember. Uh, (laughs) I thought that that you were going somewhere rhetorical with that. And then you actually <laughs> asked us. And I'm so... Yeah, I couldn't remember. Layla, it feels like a lifetime. It's been so fun. Um, <laughs> but what a year we had. We're so excited for 2022. So let's finish off strong. Let's talk about these two action movies. Nick, do you have a synopsis that links these two <laughs> movies? Because I don't think they're very similar. Uh, they're both about 
um, a police officer named John McLean who saves a large quantity of people from terrorist thieves. Or robs, yeah. Robbers. Terrorists <laughs> yeah, or robbers, thieves. yeah. Terror thieves. Yeah. That's true. And these two, I really like the third diehard, but this is kind of like, those three are like when it's not, it, even the third one is a little ridiculous, but these two are like, get the idea of what diehard is. And so let's figure out which one's better, diehard right. one or diehard two, die harder. Uh, let's break these movies down. Just, is, it a, did, is it actually that title? No, it's not, right? Yeah, it's Die Hard 2, Die Harder. <laughs> That's the full title? Yeah, and the third one is Die Hard with a Vengeance. Well, I knew that. Obviously, the third one. Die Harder. Die yeah, Die Harderist, dude. <laughs> die the Harderistist. Um, yeah, we're going to break these movies down. Let's <laughs> figure out which one is better by using five categories that we came up with ourselves and rate them on a scale of one to seven. One being um, the first henchman who dies in a Die Hard movie, and seven being Hans, who is one of the greatest villains of all time, and four being uh, average or neutral. Uh, let's kick this off the only way we can with an action movie of these calibers. Let's talk about spectacularity the engagement level the excitement of the movies or over time have you just found them to be pretty fucking boring and you looked at your phone the whole time layla what did you think about die hard spectacularity oh i mean i gave it a seven i don't think that's like hard (laughs) this is uh I, i i was watching it i think this is my personal favorite action movie Ever. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Like I, I I know that that's like maybe a huge statement. I don't actually know if it is, no. but I I don't think there's another action movie that I could comparably say I enjoy more while watching it. Is like the Matrix I, an action movie? It is it's a sci-fi but film. Like, there's so much more to the Matrix. This is just such a This pure is just pure action. action. Okay, yeah, we're talking just... about you know. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Distilled. Yeah, I... Distilled <laughs> <laughs> Uh Yeah, no, I have so much fun watching this movie. I mean, the characters are super fun. This is one of the best villains I've ever seen in just like a pure action movie ever. Um, he's so interesting. He's so smart. I think he's hilarious. I think the comedy in this movie is incredible. I think the way it makes fun of cops and the FBI and itself and all of the things is just amazing and hilarious. And it keeps me engaged. I think it's a perfect combination of all the things. Um, I love how corny some of the fight scenes are, but I think they're just super fun to watch. I I'm, I don't think I could say anything about this movie that I don't enjoy. Um, the action's fun. The dialogue is great and super engaging and interesting. You don't know how it's going to play out. Um, you just constantly think the, this poor man, because he's just getting brutally attacked throughout this entire movie, mm. but it's so fun to watch. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a seven for me. I don't have much else to say. Gabe, I feel like you were like itching to say something as I was talking. <laughs> no, no, no. I just fully, I a thousand percent agree. I think this is like the best simple action movie. Uh, but Nick, totally. tell us why it's a one out of seven. <laughs> it's hard. I don't know how you thought Gabe had something to say during that, Layla, because he looks like a poorly animated stop motion film in the Zoom <laughs> yeah. screen. And it's my like, uh, my screen like, is not working. Like stop motion, if it only had like a third of the frames it was supposed to have. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why I thought he needed to say something because it yeah. looked like it stopped every time he. Moved. Anytime he moves, it's like a, a, like a full second be- behind what he was actually doing. Um. Dude, John McLean takes so much shit in this movie. So much shit. <laughs> he just goes through such a uh, such ordeal. an ordeal. Um, <laughs> such a hassle for him, honestly. Um, I it is not my favorite action movie of all time. I do love watching it. I gave it a six, a well above average score, but I don't think it's perfectly. What is your favorite game. action movie of all time? I don't actually know the answer to that mm. question. You don't um, actually know. I don't mm. actually know. Uh, <laughs> I think um, 
it's probably not a it's it would it would take me a second to think of a distilled action movie that is just purely action that is my favorite because they're all like heist action or sci-fi action i think heist ones are okay for action i just think if it's like sci-fi or comic books there's like so much more to them that's not just about the action well, it's I would just say, its own genre. A heist you know I mean? is an action, you know. Heist like is a subgenre in action. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and and a heist is like the the actual elements of the heist are the action. Sometimes, yeah, it's like raspberry vodka instead of distilled vodka. Like just, <laughs> right. Sure. Oh God. Uh, uh, the best kind of vodka is raspberry vodka. Controversial take. Ew. I'm just okay. Joking. So I'm, joking. I'm gonna cut Nick. Yeah. Uh, I fully enjoy watching it. I don't think it's a perfect score. I give it a six, which is very above average. I knew Fine. neither of you were going to bring this up, but there is one oh moment God, that makes me laugh so fucking hard, and I have to rewatch it every single time. My brother and I are obsessed with the scene. We can't stop talking about it. But when the cops are raiding the building and they're coming up the hill, one of the cops gets his hand caught on a thorn, and he goes... Ow! (laughs) And it's like really intense music, and he does that. And I'm so glad that that exists in the movie because I can't tell if it was purposeful or not. I think it wasn't, and they kept it. Dude, there were. I was reading about how many like reshoots and like different changes to this script and general story there were, and I, I fully think that it happened on accident. And they were like, "God, we cannot do this again. Just keep it." It was fun. Yeah. Just keep it. I mean, that, yep, yeah, that, I, it, it would make sense if that was it. Okay. So a six out of seven from Nick and a seven out of seven from Layla. Uh, Nick, why don't you talk about Die Hard 2? Oh, Die Hard. Die, Hard. Die Harder. Um, which yeah. also takes place during Christmas. Christmas. Uh, Christmas. That's why we're doing them. Yeah. Uh, that's we, we forgot I forgot to, to mention that. that before, which is why I'm saying it now. Um, <laughs> I think that this movie. Is quite fun and has a lot of um, just absolutely balls to the wall, nuts things happening in it, uh, like a fully exploding airplane full of human beings, uh, <laughs> which is an insane scene <laughs> that a giant plane explodes and you're just like, oh, these are not family friendly movies. That's horrifying. There is at least a couple horrible things that happen in Die Harder that are not they have to die harder yeah they do a lot of people like 150 plus die way way harder than anybody dying in your sleep nah going into the jet propeller of a yeah getting sucked into a jet propeller while john mcclain casually uses your uh gruesome death as a way to uh further the plot of the movie along Yeah, yeah absolutely harder uh so i gave it a five i think it's not as exciting as the first one but um, there's so many just pants shittingly crazy scenes that I'm like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, and Layla, are you pretty similar there? Yeah, I'm going to give it a five as well. Um, I don't have mm. too much to add. I think for me, and I'll talk about this in originality, but I, I found myself not caring as much because I just felt like they played too much into the same trope as the first film and like... Mm watching all of these people of authority like shove him off and not listen to him again and like just kind of go through those same motions over and over again like and like you said it, it gets more gruesome and more intense and i kind of loved how like fun and lighthearted yeah. the first one yeah. was and that was yeah. taken out of the second one so i'm just i just wasn't as engaged well, um yeah. yeah so i'm going to give it a 5 they had to die harder I guess. Yeah, they had to. Okay, so a couple fives there. Uh, No disagreement for me. I do think it's a really fucking fun movie, but um, I get it. I think the action just um, gets so extreme that you could see where this they're going to take this franchise. And I'll tell you, with the newer Die Hard movies, I don't like what the fuck they did. Um, (laughs) But anyways... Let's move on to a next category, and I actually think this is the best one to do second uh, for this. Let's do originality, but let's start with the first Die Hard. Uh, And originality is just how creative the movie is and whether it needed to be made and does it stand out in the genre, in this case, distilled action, as uh, Nick would call it. Uh, Nick, how original is Die Hard? Uh, I have a hard time because uh, 
facing off. It was based off of a book. Facing off drinking game. It's based off a book. Um, <laughs> it is, and I'm not sure that anything in it has not been done. Layla just disagrees. I don't. I don't know. I actually have no idea. But for some reason, I feel like it is one of a kind. <laughs> I feel like there are like, a large in amount. like one building. The whole thing happens in one building. Is there a movie before that where that happens? Uh, the one where they're no. towering inferno. Yeah, oh. it's definitely like towering inferno, which That's I think fair. came that one's before. Like, that was like fucking three and a half hours long. It was nominated <laughs> is for it OJ in there. I think. Anyways, yeah, yeah, I mean that that's a fair point. Um, uh there are an incredible amount of very cool looking practical effects and like a good I mean I'm sure this is true of any action movie, particularly one that didn't have the uh luxury of leaning on the CGI. There's a crazy amount of really cool practical effects and like cool original things that they did to make the movie look the way it does. Um so I'm going to go, I'm between a four and a five. Okay. And, and Layla, where are you at in originality? I don't know. I think I'm going to give it a six. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, I'm just going to do sense. it. <laughs> um, I, I think this is one of the most original villains in an action movie ever for me. I love him. I think he's so smart. I think he's intelligent. I think he's hilarious. I think he's entertaining. I think he's a well-written character. So I'm going to give it for that. Um, even if there was a movie before this where they like stuck in one place or whatever, I think this movie perfects it. So I'm still going to give it a high score for that. Um, I also think I was thinking about this with both movies. I think it's like incredibly, especially for that time, incredibly original that the bad guys in both movies are white. (laughs) Like it was really common to make bad guys like people of color during that Mm. time for action movies. And it's like kind of great that they did that. And they also like made a lot of jokes about cops and the FBI as well. And I just feel like th- that ages really well for now. And I just think I'm surprised that they did all of that back yeah, then. Yeah, that like so the cops was... the cops are like either bad or or Him? like or John McClain and, and the <laughs> yeah. African American guy whose name is uh, escaping. Yeah, Reginald Val Johnson. It's also yeah. like an incredibly diverse film as well. Um both of them are. So like I just think that like at that time those were all really original things to do. Um and not a lot of movies, not a lot of action movies were doing that. So I'm gonna go with a six. It is a very thoughtful action movie. I will give it a five. Hmm. Yeah, I, I mean I would have got I just think this movie is also the foundation of like action movies kind of. Like a lot of action movies built off of this, which will go into legacy, but I think like it stands alone as one of those 80s action movies that you can watch and be like, look, man, I don't want them to remake this this movie because it is like the perfect 80s action movie. Um, I'm not even so joking. I think Face Off might be my favorite action movie. That's a, it, ludicrous to me, but That's okay. That's a take. That's um, a take. Yeah, you're just like guns akimbo. Uh, let's talk just like, about... Just like LOLing, dude. Die Hard 2. Is there any creativity or originality for Die Hard 2? Does it stand out, Layla? Does mm. it, Layla? Hmm. Mm. Uh, no. I mean, I, I, I kind of just landed on a three. I don't know. They literally just replicated the exact same storyline except at an airport with, like, actual terrorists <laughs> this time. Oh, that's something I wanted to say, too. I thought it was really comical for Die Hard 1 that they decided not to make it terrorists, and they're just, like average robbers which i think is really hilarious and really yeah. smart and original anyways um i don't know they be, they just decided to play off of the hype of the first movie it's literally the exact same thing his wife is in a compromising position at christmas time and he's the only one who can save the day and again he gets pushback from every person of authority out there um i guess obviously there's some difference in the storyline in the sense of like these like ex their CIA, I think ex CIA agents like going rogue and like helping this um, drug cartel leader, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I just, they just like, I think they were like, we had a great idea. Let's spin it a little bit differently and make it a little bit more gruesome and try to make some money off of it. And that's what they did. And that's fine. But I don't think it's that original. 
Yeah, for sure. Nick, uh, are you kind of similar to that? Yeah, I would agree. Like, I gave it, you know, an above average score in spectacularity because I like that twist is really great. And there's a lot of, like, mm-hmm. I do really like that twist that the, the CIA guys end up being not good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So it's just literally just John McClane. He's like, God damn it, dude. I, am, I have no help ever. <laughs> I'm the only guy that wants to save people's lives. It's crazy. Uh, it's just so weird and i gave it a two i don't think it's super original at all like there is some part of me that's like how many different movies really explored like uh like like airplane anxiety oh man too, you too know many, what I mean? Because I have fucking airplane anxiety. Because well, the this first one. one technically did that first because he has to like rub his feet on the floor, oh, and that's why that's he loses right. his shoes. That's right. Oh yeah. Aha, <laughs> uh-huh, Nick. So... Yeah. So airplane anxiety. There's this one, the one where there's a monster on the wing of the airplane, <laughs> um, and then anything made after uh, 2001. Those are the ones. Yeah. Okay, uh, so I gave it yeah, a two. I, I, I don't think it. Do do the diehard movies are they like fun as they go through? Like, yes. Do they need to be made? No, not not really. Like, you kind of did the whole thing the first time. Like, we get it. John McClane's tight. I thought they kind of banked off the success of the first one in like yeah. enough of a clever way to make it. It's just not like a hateable movie. No, no. And I do. I think Layla talked about it. I really. I actually kind of think the whole like political background of it is uh like cool like the way that they wrote that story is cool um which story the the um, the like whole thing with the the uh what's his name the drug lord um, guy yeah the drug lord guy and then all the agents and stuff and why they're like sympathizers with him and like why they're going on this mission See, i thought that was kind of cool it was good writing for that it's but funny i do agree that it's a rehash plot. the first one they they make them thieves, Layla, because the director didn't want to have any sort of like political take at all in the movie. Like he didn't want anyone to be like, "Oh, well, like ter- like ah, terrorists," and like have that be the <laughs> like be the thing that people uh, focused on in the movie. Terrorists. I don't know. I didn't no. quite understand it, but maybe like geopolitically at the time that made more sense. I mean, I think that just kind of makes sense all the time, right? Like this, like the first movie is a movie everyone can get behind because there is no controversy. You're just rooting for this one guy against some bad guys. You know what I mean? So like that works and that works back then and that will always work. (laughs) But meanwhile, in the second one, you're like, dang, I really do think drug lords are really cool (laughs) and I should. Dude, hell yeah, they are. CIA and then double cross (laughs) John McClane and join the side of the. Hell yeah, Yeah, you should. Okay, so that was a two and a three from you guys for yeah. Die Hard yeah. two for originality. <laughs> yes. All right, well, let's talk about uh, let's talk about actoring. Let's talk about these performances, oh, sure. baby. Let's talk about Bruce Willis and both of them, and then how the different directors and writers uh, help these actors do the best performances they possibly could, or whether they fuck that all up. Uh, Nick, why don't you? continue with Die Hard 2 actor uh, A you put a little stank on my name there and I'm not I'm not happy with the way you said that Nick you were like Nick that's how Jess says Nick's name in New Girl so that's maybe true he's just in love with you maybe second <laughs> second I will not speak ill of Bruce Willis he'll kick my ass I'm giving it a four Oh, okay. Die For Hard Die Hard 2. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I also really like the... Ugh, I always forget his name. The actor that plays a villain. Oh, fuck. What is his name? I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I'll look it up after. But he's great in, like, all of the roles that he does that are all pretty much the same. And I really don't dislike anybody in this movie. Okay. Yeah. A- A- Layla, yeah. what about you? I mean, I'm, I have nothing else to say. I'm going to give it a four as well. I think it's average. I don't think anyone does a bad job. I don't think there's anything insanely remarkable yeah. about it. And I, I do, like like Gabe said, I like the writing too. Like I do like the yeah. way that the story progresses. I like that they ramp the stakes up. Like it's not, you know, like some brilliant piece of literature, but it's great. I mean, to be fair, like I, the two main 
the like the two main people in the airport the like cop people in the airport annoy me like i don't think that they're great <laughs> like yeah i'm trying to be nice about it but they are pretty fucking annoying like in the first one it's super comical like you understand why they're being the way that they are and it plays into the comedy of the cop and the fbi agents but in this one, I just straight up am annoyed with both of those men. I'm like, you guys are just fucking annoying. I don't find it funny. I just yeah. find it annoying. <laughs> yeah. You, uh, Nick, the, the name of the um, villain is William Sadler. Um, he is great and everything. Um, yeah, I... Uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. With this movie, it's it, it definitely is like it's just such a. This is now where you're getting into the action movie actors. You know, it's nothing that spectacular. Mm-hmm. I was trying to. Uh, I noticed this. We are now what 102 episodes in, and I think there is a misunderstanding or a, we're disconnected on what actoring means because Nick has done this a couple times and I've never said it. I do writing of the story and originality or spectacularity and you always save it for actoring. And we're going to have to fucking come up with a rule here. Cause Why I don't, do we say, did I, the writers and directors give the tools what they needed if it's not for part just of the, the story? characters, the it's character writing. The character, character writing. writing. Oh, Christ. What the, Jeez, dude. You know what? This is fun. This is fun for me. Let Nick redeem yourself. Let's talk about actoring. He really does say uh, your name like yeah. Jeff says Nick. He fucking hates me. Hey, no, no. Seriously, you say it like Jess says it in New Girl. Nick. Yeah, because I love Nick just like Jess loves Nick. I know you do. Just exact. Exactly in the same way. Yeah, we share a room and and we're afraid mm-hmm. to change in front of each other. Okay, we're not talking about New Girl. We're talking about Die Hard. Nick, what did you think about the actoring for the original Die Hard? I won't speak ill of Bruce Willis. He'll kick my ass. He is <laughs> so great. Um, and Alan Rickman is. This is Alan Rickman's first film role. What? I read that somewhere and I was like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. No way. Okay. I'm so as I just prattle on, somebody Google and verify that because I swear right, to God I read it. that on IMDb. Um, I gave it – I have a hard time giving like an action movie anything higher than like a five really because there isn't like this like standout performance. Holy shit. Kills me. <laughs> but it is uh... his first role, right? Yeah, first if there's, film role. First film role. He was I mean, uncredited he was, in a in one film. Yeah, he was also yeah, he like was a super prolific stage actor when yeah. he was younger. And TV. So, and TV actor. I would give it. This is a pretty close to a six, mm. but I think a five. Okay, I'm giving it a five. Willis, I don't Bruce think Willis, you need to feel weird about that. You're very good at acting. Please don't <laughs> kick my ass. <laughs> I'm giving it a five. I think. Bruce and Alan are incredible and they carry the movie. Um, I think all of those and kind of like what I was saying with the second one, the problem with the second one being that the side characters can't carry any comedy in the first one. The side characters really do carry comedy really well. All of the cops, like how heartwarming his conversations are with the other cop. Like they're the side characters do a great job. Um, The, some of the other villains are kind of silly and ridiculous. Like the, his like, comrades or whatever um i think it plays into it well i don't think that was intentional but i think it does work well now (laughs) um but they're not exactly like the greatest actors or anything like the two brothers are kind of just like bad i think but that's fine i love it and i'm okay with it and everyone else is so good i mean the fbi agents crack me up like the way that they wrote those characters the comedy behind them, it just, I, I can't stop laughing during that whole sequence when they just get it's the helicopter so and they're just going <laughs> to, I can't, it's, it's so all funny. so funny. It's so yeah, funny. Yeah, the comedy writing for the characters is incredible. And I love Paul Gleason. He's such a, like, he's so good at being a shitbag, mm-hmm. like in uh, Breakfast Club as Breakfast well. Breakfast Club, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, he's so good. And uh, you guys didn't mention him, but. Argyle is one of my like favorite. Oh, Argyle! I'm glad like, you brought action up. characters because yeah. if you watch the movie Game On, which I don't recommend anyone watch, it's the workaholics <laughs> movie that's like kind of making fun of this. Sam Richardson does like a pretty good Argyle, yeah. 
And uh, yeah. Argyle is just so funny in this and so fun. And also, what the fuck happened to Reginald Val Johnson? He was awesome. The guy who plays Al. He also has the coolest name ever, maybe. Um, it's up there. Uh, but yeah, I agree with you guys. Uh, but I will say, one way to look at this is like, could you replace any of the main actors and this movie would still be good? I say no. Probably his wife. I would be fine with his wife. Oh, sure. Yeah. But she's not really a main actor. Oh my God, she you guys didn't even talk one. about the best fucking character, which is the guy like that works with the wife. And he's like, oh Hans, God. Bubby. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... He's amazing. He's coked so out good. in every moment. Yeah, and then when he act, oh, when man. he asked for like the soda, and he's like on the phone, he's like, "I got it." He, that guy is fucking incredible. He deserved an. Yeah. Oscar. I completely Woods. forgot. I'm so glad you mentioned him. They're all so funny. They're he's, all yeah, so they funny. And there's an amazing gif of him. Oh yeah, there's like like three of him that are incredible. He's one of my favorite like absolute dickwad '80s side characters. Yeah. It's also Maybe funny that he's drinking a Coke after he asks for a Coke because they clearly <laughs> were like, know. yeah, we do have Coke, but it's not what you want. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, okay, let's talk about eye candy. Let's talk about the visual elements of these movies. Do they stand up? Are there really cool uh, filming techniques and, and good practical effects and stuff? Uh, what did you think, Layla, about Die Hard? About Die Hard? Yeah. I gave it... A five? I don't know. I think it's really fun. I think it. I think it holds up really well. I think the action scenes are great. I think there are a lot of moments. This is like a me thing. I don't love in action movies where I have too many moments where I'm like, he definitely should have died there. Like, I just don't understand why they always have to have someone like basically shooting point blank at somebody with like a machine gun and they don't get hit. It just makes no sense to me and it upsets me for some reason, but I think they're yeah. super fun. Um, you, he should, gets you super... should not watch the new matrix if that's your, <laughs> Oh yeah, that's spoiler like alert. All of it. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I think it's really fun. I think he gets super bloodied up and I think they do a great job of making him look super fucked up in this movie. Um, I just, yeah, I think it's really fun. I, I don't really have a whole lot to say. I mean, I think them being able to visually make it look so cool in such a like condensed space on these floors and stuff is like really cool. Um, and they used space really well. And yeah. So I'm going to give it a five. Yeah. I How about you, Nick? I think I would totally agree. I gave it a five. And I think that their um, like willingness to like play around with different effects and like make this space into a character mm-hmm. is really, really cool. And like, that's yeah. always like a fun thing in a movie where, you know, we're just generally creatively. If you lock yourself into a box, you're, you're a little bit more likely to come up with something creative to, to, you know, work within the space that you've put yourself. And that's a really, this is, this movie is an awesome example of that. They do so many different cool things with effects. The like, elevator shaft explosion is really intense and looks really cool they created some a lot of like like i it's above average because there's a lot of like uh well at least at least a little bit of uh like iconic kind of looks like his yeah his raggedy shirt is in a museum somewhere his wife beater his wife beater yeah yeah his raggedy like white wife beater is literally in i think the smithsonian Oh, that's sick! I'm gonna steal that. So I, that's forget cool. the yeah. Declaration of Independence. I'm stealing <laughs> that Declaration of Independence. I'm uh, stealing John McClane's dirty ass wife beater. Yeah, I would wear that every day. I. Uh, it's so interesting, Don't Layla. Um, your take on it because you talk about it, and it's something I I love about like talking about eye candy with movies is can you remember certain shots and stuff like the iconic mm-hmm. shots? There are so many visual moments in this movie that live in my head forever that I love, yeah. like him in the air vent, the um, air vent with the lighter. Sure. Yeah. And then like, I was going to bring the, that up in legacy, the shooting, like he's like, haha, you have no more table or whatever. And he's like, and you got no more bullets. Like the way that they do that visually is really cool. And then there's just like a lot of like visual, like, they point you towards these like specific details that makes it such a fun action movie to be like, 
it's almost interactive. You're part of it. Like, you know, yeah. just like the fucking gun duct tape to the back uh, on his back is just like, it's fucking iconic and so cool looking. And, uh, yeah, so I'm, I mostly agree with you guys, except for I don't at all. Uh, let's talk about Die Hard. T- <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, let's talk about Die Hard 2 uh, eye candy. Better or worse? Who goes? One of you. Yeah. You tell us, know. dude. You're moderating. That's true. Nick, you go. Okay. Um, no. Worse. Just okay. kidding. I would give it, <laughs> I think it's a four. I don't think it's any worse than any other action movie I've ever seen visually. It definitely doesn't have anything as iconic as the first one. But there are some scenes that, again, to reference the plane explosion, that I, again, when I watched it, I was like, oh my god, 150 people just died in this movie. It's no big deal. Mm -hmm. It's such a departure from the first one in terms of, like, the stakes. And visually... Mm, Steak. mm, Steaks. It matches up. With that, like I think that visually it shows you how much larger the stakes are by having some more intense moments. Is it anything like super creative? No. Is it any worse looking than any other action movie at the time? Definitely not. So I give it a four. Yeah, yeah. I'm also gonna give it a four, and I would actually give it less if the movie didn't rely a lot on the visuals for like entertainment in this one. Like yeah. this one mm-hmm. just really relies on that and. Like, the storm itself, too, is, like, such a big part of, like, what's going on in the storyline. And they definitely make it visually very har- harrowing. Harrowing? Harrowing. Um, and it's... Either. 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 Airplane um, anxiety. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah. And, like, obviously these big explosions in the middle of this, like, white tundra and, like, the shootout and, like, fight scenes by that little, like, church and stuff. Like, th- there's definitely some, like... They definitely use, they have more to use in this movie and they use it and they do bigger things. And that's like what I think makes this like entertaining. Um, mm-hmm. But like it's not creative. It's not as creative. Like the fact that they were able to make like shots that are, as we'll talk about in Legacy, still to this day known if you see that image, it's Die Hard 1. Um, like in a movie that has such little like space and room and like big things or whatever. And you can't do that in the second one when you have all of that. Like, it says yeah. a lot. So I can't really go higher than an average score. That makes sense. So fours for both of you guys. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. Close this out, Layla. Why don't you talk about uh, the first Die Hard and Legacy? Uh, what's its lasting legacy? How has it aged? I mean, it's a seven. <laughs> like, there's, yeah. it's, it's, there's no question about it. Yeah. It is on every single Christmas list that exists. It is a historic Christmas movie. I think on top of the fact that like, there's even just a debate around it being a Christmas movie, right? Like there's so much conversation around this movie all the time. It's one of the best action movies ever. People love it as a Christmas movie. A lot of people like to argue whether it is a Christmas movie. It will always be a fun conversation for people to argue whether it's a Christmas movie or not. Um, I think it ages incredibly well. It's just a great action movie. The concept is great. We got one of the best villains ever. Alan Rickman's like adored and beloved. And this is one of his best performances for me. And like, this is just like young, fun Bruce Willis. I just, and again, as I said before, it ages really well. It's a really diverse film. Like, it, it's villains are white guys. They didn't kind of inappropriately make the villains, like, people of color just to make them villains. Like, it ages super well. I think this movie is going to do really well with future generations as, like, a classic action movie. And I think it's oh, going to continue. this is one of those ones that you have to force your kids to watch. Oh, I will. At, like, four years old. <laughs> <laughs> Traumatize them. Um, yeah, it's a seven. It's so It's perfect all around. Like, it just is. And it's going to continue to age well. I can't see anything about it aging poorly. It's so funny. The comedy still works now like it did back then. Um, And even the, like, making fun of cops things, like, I think that stuff ages well, too. Um, Yeah, so I just, yeah, I think it's great. It also technically passes the Bechdel test. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Barely. At what point? Uh, barely. The two women. The wife talks yeah, to but, uh, the, the pregnant secretary. Yeah, oh, and, and right. I think she talks to her mom too. Um, mm. n- neither are about men. Uh, 
She talks to her nanny as well on the phone. Yeah, yeah I think it happens a couple times. They're just really brief, sort of not amazing dialogue. But I mean, technically, yes. It does age really well. I think um, you, keep say, you keep talking about how it ages well because they're, um, they are, they, they're still white in this thing I'm about to say. But it is funny that in the German dubs of Die Hard, uh, the German characters are Irish. <laughs> because at oh, the time weird. it was really taboo and still not something that Germans really talked about to portray any Germans as being terrorists or committing any sort of terrible. Wow, acts. that's interesting. Uh, so they in their dub at the time, I'm sure they have. So they made them now. Irish. They made them Irish. They changed all their names to like slightly yeah, fuck Ireland, slightly oh my God. slightly less Germanic names. Like Hans isn't Hans. It's like Hal or something. If they really so wanted to, like, piss off everyone, the Germans would have dubbed it and made them Northern Irish. Oh, oh my God. I guess. <laughs> so fucking specific. I think that... You do not get it? Okay. I, I think that the legacy score it has Jeez. to be a seven. Yeah. Yeah. Thousand percent. Yeah, it lives on, you know. I think it's really funny that you actually have family members, Layla, that talk about how this is not a Christmas movie and will argue about it because I have actually never heard a person make that argument before. People do argue about it. It's totally no, a well, conversation people, piece. People argue about it. He's saying, like, like no one actually. I've never does met anyone that's like, it's <laughs> not a Christmas movie and you can shove your candy cane. Like, no one is. I have never heard a person ever actually argue against it being i know it's an important debate nick what is your is it your cousin Mm -hmm. what does he or she say it was her first time seeing it she came to visit me it was her first time seeing it when i rewatched it and for her and i think it's a fair argument actually for her she's like i get that it's set at christmas time but when i consider something a christmas movie i want to like feel christmas when i'm watching a christmas movie and, like, I don't feel any Christmas because Christmas isn't really, like, the centerpiece. It's just, like, at a Christmas party. <laughs> What's more Christmas than the ending oh, of this movie? Yeah, giving, giving <laughs> the, What's more Christmas than family? Yeah, giving dude. the hostages of this these terror thieves back home. Back their lives. Yeah. Christmas. That's not Christmas? Yeah. That's yeah, not, I don't pres- know. That's I not also, presents? That's not joy? <laughs> uh, I gotta mention before we move on to Die Hard 2 and finish this out... <laughs> Uh, this movie was such a runaway success. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure they just did not expect this to be that good of a movie or like that exciting of an no, action movie. No it was way. just made with a kind of small budget and, you know, some actors that they, you know, of, the villain is, it's his first film role and it just made so much money. And then also it was nominated for four Oscars and I had, and there were like all the visual and sound elements. And I was like, how the fuck did it lose all of those? And it got bodied by Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Like, Who Framed Roger Rabbit stole, like, three awards from it, which is fucking epic, because I also love that movie, and that's just so funny. Um, Okay, let's finish off. What's the lasting legacy of Die Hard 2, Die Harder? I didn't, I didn't really know what to, like, do here. I gave it, I gave it a, I gave it a three, because I was, like, I feel like this is just living off of its, like, the first one, and that's all that it is. Like, that's its legacy. It just lives off of the first one. Like, if you look at the first one, as we said, you've got these image, the, these shots of him. You have, like, yippee Kaye motherfucker. Like, it's like you've got, like, these lines and these things that live on. Nothing from the second one, other than the fact that it's the second Die Hard, is its legacy, in my opinion. So, like, I gave it a three simply because it'll always be in, like, the lexicon of conversation simply because it's a part of the diehard movies. But nothing about the movie itself lives on for me. Yeah, Nick, I, I assume. I actually gave it a two. Hard disagree. Okay. You thought I would disagree hard? Yeah, I'm joking. Harder. Oh. <laughs> nice. We might as well just end there. I am going to give it uh, a two because it's the third most remembered of the Die Hard movies. I think Die Hard mm-hmm. is one with a vengeance. Die Hard with a vengeance yeah. is the one with Sam Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Samuel L. Jackson. I'm sorry, Mister Mister. I L. Jackson. only own on DVD Die Hard and Die Hard Two. 
or Die Hard three. So with a vengeance, yeah, because that's yeah. Die Hard with a vengeance is the only other one before this time that I had actually seen all the way through because it was on TV, like on TBS all the time when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I mean, for that reason, I can't even really give it a three because like it's not even the second most popular. Huh? That's so true. I am going to stick to a three, though, because I do feel like with movies from that time, typically there's always something I can pinpoint and be like, that did not age well. And nothing about these movies really does that. So I'm like impressed by that. <laughs> Drug Lords, also, still mean... bad. Rogue CIA agents, still bad. Plane Airplane crashing, bad. still a bad thing. Yeah. Still bad. Anxiety, um, still real. Anxiety, still real. Still real. Uh, yeah, I, you know, it's, it's funny because... I don't know. I mean, you have to attribute the success of this movie because this was like a huge success. Die Hard 2. Like it made yeah, yeah. so much money. Um, you have to mostly attribute that to like how much people love the first one. But it mm-hmm. was at least a good enough sequel that it was still fun and people really liked it and people would go and see it again. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like I, I, I get that, Nick, but... You're also a hater, so I don't really get it. What won? Did Die Hard 2 win? <laughs> no. I think uh, that if we no. matched up before, I did, if we did Die Hard with a Vengeance and Die Hard, er, which one would have won? Die Which hard shout three, out to Ava because sure. she wanted us to do one versus three, but I felt like one and two made Well, sense. we were doing one and two because of Christmas. Yeah, um, Christmas. Number two, a Christmas Ava, movie? Christmas. Yeah. Is Die yeah. Harder a Christmas? Is it not Christmas-er? Well, it's on Christmas. It's, it's also on, on Christmas. Christmas Eve. Yeah, and he gives everybody the joy of being with their family. So presents, joy, Christmas. It's less snow. of a Christmas movie because, like, the first one is like at a holiday party and stuff. Like, oh. there's a lot of Christmas elements, and it's like Reginald Val Johnson is is tr- is trying to finish up to go home for Christmas and stuff. Right. Okay. So not we're we're definitively saying Die Harder is not Christmas. I mean, it's a Christmas movie, but it's not really a Christmas movie. It's on Christmas. I'm just saying was not it definitive. fits better with Die Hard because our initial purpose was to release this movie. No, absolutely. Yeah, versus it one like versus. And it, yeah. and it lost. Uh, 36 yeah. <laughs> to 58 with the original Die Hard getting a score of uh, 58. 58 out of 70. And what did you say Die Hard 2 got? 36. Damn, that's way worse than that movie deserves. You guys are haters. It's because of originality and like you agreed with everything that we said. I disagree it's because of, with everything. It's literally you say just ever. legacy and originality, which are just hurt because we're comparing it to its predecessor. It's it's like prequel. True, yeah. true. Okay, well deserved. Die Hard. I actually thought Die Hard was going to get close to seventy, um, and I am a little upset with Nick. It has not I'll, a single average or sub-average score. Okay, but. Deserved all sevens. Uh, okay. Uh, Nick, tell us about other action movies that you would recommend. I would recommend Die Hard, colon, with a vengeance. Um, yes. Samuel L. Jackson's pretty fun in that. Uh, other action movies. I mean, like I said at the or beginning. Anything. Now I'm just like, what's an action movie? Yeah, you're going to have to Just say whatever you recommend. This. You th- just yeah. recommend whatever you recommend. Yeah, recommend something. I recommend everybody go back and watch every single Spider-Man movie that's ever existed and then go back and watch that in theaters and just have a really mm-hmm. good time and just don't be such a hater all the time. Like our friend Jimmy, who was like, oh, I just really didn't meet my expectations. And I was like, dude. Oh Jimmy God, didn't like do- a Spider-Man Yeah, I was like, uh, dude, no way home. dig a oh, hole I mean, in I, the I, ground and bury yourself with your fried avocado fuck. burrito, bro. I'm seeing a movie with him tonight. How am I supposed to? Face How are you going to do that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, wow. I would recommend. I don't even want. Uh, you... Coming. That's the guy who watched Into the Spider Verse like 15 times. His main issue is that it is essentially just Into the Spider Verse oh, again. God. Okay, well, let's move on. Um, Layla, any. Re- oh. I would also recommend uh, that you watch the movie. Don't look up on Netflix, but then. Uh, talk to us about how much it felt like you were being punched in the face by a bunch of Twitter comments. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Agreed. <laughs> Layla. Yeah, that's your homework, Layla. Um, what, got any recommendations? Not really. Um, I... This really is my favorite action movie of all time. I think it's the best. I don't think I have any others to say. It, it is for me, too, and I always... I constantly say it's like, it. this is like such a perfect simple action movie like totally. just 
bare bones, like it's a cop figuring out how to take down these people in like very practical ways. Like some of it is ridiculous, but he's practical about it. And then they just fucking ran with it and made him into this like super cop. And there was that one with Justin Long where he goes flying like onto a helicopter. And I was just like, dude, (laughs) no, that ain't die hard, baby. Um, I have a good one that not a lot of people watch, but this is one of those ones that I love watching with my brother and we laugh really hard. It's in the line of fire with Mm. uh, Clint Eastwood. Um, It's very, it's similar ish, but there's this really funny like sex scene uh, and this quote that we always say. So I would actually recommend that. That's, uh, that's I mean, uh, like, under the radar I one. guess if you haven't seen, which I don't think there's a human on planet Earth that hasn't, if you haven't seen the John Wick movies, go see those. Like, those are great action movies. <laughs> yeah, John Wick. Well, I think the new era of action using, like, actual martial arts is really fucking cool. So yeah. John Wick and the Raid movies are really cool. Totally. Uh, and they're doing a lot more without Netflix. I would also say... Um, uh, speed, uh, I guess that. Yeah, has speed. To go on speed there. is a really great one, but uh, I always like I'm speed a lot. On the other one, oh, Heat. I I always recommend Heat because I think Heat is such a smart action oh, movie. I I recommend Con Air, and you just laugh your face off because it's the stupidest yeah, movie. It's fucking and face off. Um, yeah, and oh, the other one is like a pure action movie that I fucking love is Bad Boys. Um, and I actually yeah. think uh, Bad Boys Two is really fucking yeah. fun. Bad Boys, uh, and then Michael Bay um, just became the worst. Uh, okay, next week. Next week. We're doing another action movie pair. We're doing the Titanic <laughs> versus the notebook. It's gonna be wild. It's gonna be wild and intense. Love no, we're doing is the most powerful action you can yeah. form. The deadliest tool. It is the deadliest tool. We're so excited for this. You can watch Titanic on Netflix and you can watch The Notebook on HBO Max if you have it. Uh, if you haven't seen these movies, uh, wake wow. the fuck up. It's yeah, seriously. Okay. You can also visit um, the Titanic on the floor of the Atlantic Ocean. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's been 30 years! Um, it's I think it's like 70 years. Um, uh, anyways, uh, go follow us on social media. That'd be fucking hella tight um find us on instagram look up facing off pod uh find us on twitter look up facing off pod uh pretty funny stuff there and you can find out about future episodes and recommendations for uh movies that you should watch if you like the ones that we talk about or you dislike but you want a good version of of that uh, which is the crux <laughs> of our uh, podcast. Also, the rant uh, right there. <laughs> yeah, uh, send us emails, facingoffpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts on Die Hard 2 and why Nick and Layla are just haters. Um, anybody got a send off? Now I have a machine gun. Ho, 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 ho. Hey, Happy New Year, everyone. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.